This is the Region 1 Sports Report with Brian York on 99.5 The Fan. And away we go on a Wednesday. I'm Brian York, and this is your January 31st edition of the Region 1 Sports Report. Midway through the week, hopefully you are doing well. I am feeling it on a Wednesday, and I don't know if that's... It's not good. I don't think it's good, but we'll find out. I am very, very sleep-deprived on this Wednesday, and this is only going to go one of two ways. I don't think there's a middle ground here. This is either going to be a fantastic show, because I'm not all here this morning like my brain is just not functioning so it's it's going to be fantastic because I may you know just kind of let it all hang out today who knows what I'm going to talk about who knows what I'm going to say or this is going to be a terrible show because you know my brain's just not working today and I may end up kind of letting it all hang out and who knows what I'm going to say so I don't think there's any middle ground I don't think this is going to be an average show at all and maybe it is I don't know even now my brain is just mush just mush we got home, or I got home late last night from the uh, Ballard Graves game. Uh, it was about, I don't know, 11 ish when I got home, which means it was midnight at, I think, 12.01 when I laid down and my alarm goes off at 4 a.m. And I didn't sleep those four hours. Like, I didn't, I wouldn't like sound asleep the moment I hit the pillow and, you know, very spry and up and at it at 4 a.m. It was, it was rough. It was not fun. But here we are. Here I am. Here you are. You want to hear what's going on around the region of high school sports, and I'm going to tell you, I think. I can't can't guarantee <laughs> that I do this in a competent manner, but that's every show, right? Come on. So here we go. As we do, we got a lot to get into today. We'll go over scores for Monday and Tuesday. Yes, we'll talk Carlisle County on Monday night. Uh, we'll talk Graves-Ballard last night. St. Mary's got a 1,000-point score. Uh, another one. We'll talk about that. And about some other games from the last two nights. And of course, it's Wednesday. And I know other publications put out their rankings, but you can't trust those people. You can't trust who's doing that. You can trust me and our power rankings on this Wednesday. I told you. Who knows? My brain's mush. I'm going to have no filter at times today. It's just going to happen, and we're going to all live with it. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Scores from, we'll go back to Monday and do this in order, because if we don't, I definitely will forget what's going on as we go through this. So let's go back to Monday and go over scores, and then we'll talk about games from last night. So here we go. On Monday in girls basketball, you had Mayfield over Fulton County, 45-43. Yeah, that one caught my eye. It did. You had Murray over Trigg County, 44-36. That's back-to-back wins for the Murray High Lady Tigers. They've got five on the year. That's twice they've gone back-to-back. Let's let's go for three. Now, it's going to be tough. you got Callaway County coming up, but hey, you never know. But uh, Murray High getting in the win column on Monday. In boys basketball, uh-oh, lost my spot. There it is. In boys basketball, you had Callaway County over CFS, 100-61. to I got a slight thought on that, and I think I'll remember it in a moment, but I'll come back to it. But, Car- but uh, Callaway over Christian Fellowship, 100-61. Carlisle County over McCracken County, 55-53. We'll come back to that. And you had Mayfield over Fulton County, 68-48. to Those are your scores for Monday. So the first things that stood out. Uh, Callaway over CFS. I think it's just further proof that Callaway's going to just outscore a lot of teams. You're giving up 61. Look, you scored 100. I'm not knocking you for that. But they're going to give up points to a lot of teams. They're going to score a lot of points on a lot of teams. And in fact, you'll see in a moment, they did it two times in a row. 
We'll talk about it in a moment. But 161, yeah, that, that catches your attention. I don't care who the opponent is. So there, there's that. And then, of course, Carlisle County over McCracken County. For the first time ever at Strawberry Hills Pharmacy Arena, the Comets got a victory over McCracken County. I think two things can be true. And I wasn't there, but I did talk to some people who were there. I did watch as much of it as I could on YouTube with various things I had going on at the house. And I think two things can be true. I think McCracken County played really sloppy at times, really not great. They did not look like the Mustangs for most of the game. And Carlisle County, to their credit, took advantage. I mean, they didn't like go, oh, never mind. You, We want you at your bet. They were like, no, you're not playing your best. We're going to beat you. And they did for the first time ever at Strawberry Hills Pharmacy Arena. And all of a sudden you look up and here are the Comets. 15 and 6 on the year, 10 and 4 in the region. I think if you're a serious team in this first region, you've got to beat another serious team at some point. Carlisle County had lost to Marshall, they had lost to Tillman. Um, you know, they did beat Mayfield and I think probably should this year. They're they're the favorite over Mayfield in those matchups. But then you get your shot at McCracken, you go to McCracken, whether or not they're playing good or not, some of that's on you, some of that's on them, and then you take advantage and get a 55-53 to 53 win. Let's look at the numbers from this one a little closer before we uh, move on. The Comets in this game shot 46% from the floor. They were uh, 5 of 16 from 3. They got Kenton Arnold with 15 points. Braden Williams had 14. And uh, that was it for as far as double figures scoring. They had Bowles and Burnett each with 7, uh, but uh, nobody else near double figures. For McCracken County in this ball game, and hold on just a second, got to click over here. Now click on this. There we go. Uh, McCracken County shot 43% from the floor, but they were 27% from three, four of 15. Remember, Carlisle made five threes. Jackson Clope was Jackson Clope, 22 points. He was 10 of 13 shooting on the night. Uh, I believe even pulled down 10 rebounds, so another double double. Connor Miller, not the same. And, you know, I had people tell me you, it looked like he was a little beaten, banged up, maybe not at full strength. Okay. He had 13 points, even if he wasn't. And then a, a good drop-off from there. And I think a little bit of it, as much as McCracken maybe struggled with turnovers and and kind of self-inflicted wounds at times, not having a third score on a lot of nights is what's going to hurt you in this region. Now, Carlisle in, Carlisle in this game really didn't either. I mean, their third score had seven points. McCracken's had six. McCracken's top two guys technically outscored Carlisle's top two guys. Now, Carlisle had a little more depth, and they do. They've got uh, more seniors. they got more guys that have kind of been through the fire. But in this region, in these close games, if you can get a third score, that can make a big difference. And this game was tight. Neither team really had it, but Carlisle had a little more depth in scoring kind of to make up for it, and that gives them the edge and the win for the first time ever at Strawberry Hills Pharmacy Arena. Comments on Monday with a win. We're going to talk more about them later on. Wink, wink, hint, hint, power five. All right, moving on. That's on Monday. Uh, anything else for Monday stand out? Uh, on the girls' side, there was only a couple of games. You know, Mayfield over Fulton County by two. You know, Fulton County's pretty good this year. I just, I still maintain they didn't play enough games. They just didn't. I mean, they're 10 and five right now. They played zero games from December 14th to January 5th. They played no Christmas break games. Uh, that just hurts you. It just does. And they lost big to Mayfield in the first region all A, 
And then this was a two-point game. That did stand out a little bit. Is that the ground Fulton County's kind of been able to make up? Is that, again, kind of a night where Mayfield didn't quite have it? I mean, in this game, Jamesa Brown, who's otherworldly, only had 12 points, but they got uh, Jalea Smith with 13 to keep him in it. For Mayfield in this game, again, a two-point win. Uh, they had 18 from Mays and 11 from Mandry. Didn't shoot the ball well. They don't shoot the ball well. That That is a little concerning. I think they're going to have to get at least that inside-the-arc percentages up a little bit. But on the flip side, good for Fulton County. They're they're staying in the conversation. Now 10-5 and five on the year. Mayfield improved to 13-5. and five. We'll talk more about Mayfield later. Hint, hint, wink, wink. All right. Moving on to Tuesday night. Oh, we got a lot to get into here. We're probably going to have to give the scores and take a break. So, Tuesday night, girls basketball. Callaway County over CFS, 75-59. to Fulton County over St. Mary, 52-23. You had Hickman County in the win column over Fulton City, 51-43. Lyon County over Mayfield, 54-49. So, again, that's back-to-back games for Mayfield a much better opponent in Lyon County, and they are in the ballgame. I don't have their numbers. I don't have their stats, but they're in the ballgame, and Lyon County right now is second in the second region. So keeping up with them. And then Graves County over Ballard Memorial, 50-23. to We'll touch on that one more in a minute. Uh, boys basketball. You had Callaway County over CFS, 101-66. to So they beat them 100-61 to the night before, 101-66. to Six the next night. Did they just repeat, uh, like say, hey, let's reenact it? Like, what's going on? But that's, again, another win for Callaway County. Hickman County in the win column. They beat Fulton City 59-49. to My Graves County Eagles all over Ballard Memorial 74-35. to We'll talk about that again more in a minute. Marshall County goes on the road, and they beat Union County 72-47. to and then St. Mary over Fulton County, 86-57. And the highlight from that one is St. Mary got another, that's right, another 1,000-point score this season. Big congratulations to Owen Michael. 20 points in this game. He leads them in scoring on the season. But 20 points in this game to get into the 1,000-point club. He joins fellow junior Luke Sims in that club. So St. Mary rocking 2,000-point scores there in the backcourt. It's not too shabby. Again, he had 20 in this one to get him uh, to that 1,000-point mark. On the season, leads him in scoring. I just had it. Hold on. There it is. Roughly 21 points a game. He's also second on the team with 5.5 rebounds per game. I'm telling you, watch out for those Vikings. What's coming up for St. Mary? CCA. Okay, that's a win. I'll maybe see them Saturday. They play right before Graves. Actually, I will see them Saturday. Uh, I was thinking they played much earlier, but they play before Graves, at Graves, in the U.S. Bank shootout. Uh, They take on Union County, so that'll be a good one and a good test for them. And then they've got Tillman next week. One more shot at Paducah-Tillman. And then uh, Ballard Memorial, who I've seen. So they got some wins coming up, but the two big ones coming up for them, Tillman, obviously, and then they still get a uh, chance to play Marshall County, so that'll be a fun matchup there. But again, congratulations to Owen Michael for joining the 1,000-point club. All right, I got thoughts on those games from last night, but I got to take a break. We're up against it. On the other side, we'll talk about some of the things that stood out from last night, Graves and uh, Ballard among them, and much more. This is Region 1 Sports. 
Flooring is incredibly important when it comes to sports. It's also incredibly important when it comes to your home or business. You gotta see Flooring America for a full line of residential and commercial carpet, vinyl, laminate, area rugs, and custom tile. Their professional installers are fully insured. They have the area's largest selection of quality floor coverings for integrity, quality, and professional service. See Greg Dilworth at Flooring America, 5150 Heartland Drive, FlooringAmericaPaducah.com. You might forget about your plumbing. After all, what's to remember? How about that toilet that keeps running? It's wasting gallons of water every day. And the worst part, you don't even know it's happening. That's why Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club is so important. Only $14.95 a month. You start with a complete inspection with any needed adjustments, discount on repairs, and if you need help, you go to the front of the line. Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club. Forget about your plumbing because they won't. Ivet'sPlumbing.com. Hungry but still want a good deal? McDonald's is the place to go, so look no further. Get a sausage biscuit and a hash brown for just $2.50 to start your day the great way. And for lunch, you can choose between a McDouble, a McChicken, or a four-piece chicken McNugget, all paired with an order of crispy fries for just $3. Now that's a delicious lunch deal. And don't forget, slushies have arrived at McDonald's. Your delicious cool treat for those hot summer days. You can find it all at McDonald's. CFSB is creating a connected experience both online and in person. We commit to connecting financial technology to meet the daily demands in your life. With our new online banking experience and mobile app, we've created a way for you to bank your way on your time. And we back that up with a team of personal digital bankers, empowering you to utilize all the tools that we provide, making you unstoppable. Visit yourlifeyourbank.com forward slash digital banking to start your CFSB experience today. Member FDIC. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't quite figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I'd like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We are safely distancing while we worship with one heart and one voice. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people all striving after the same prize of heaven. New at Pizza Inn, the new house pan pizza. Crispy golden crust with a soft, fluffy center. And it's made in-house every day from scratch, just like the other crust, fresh and never frozen. Also new, 100% whole milk mozzarella cheese melts perfectly on the pizzas. The salad bar is back with over 40 items, including fresh salads, greens, veggies, fruits and pastas, and desserts. What's not new? Continued commitment to quality service and hospitality. Stop in, see a familiar face that's grateful to serve you at your hometown pizza place since 1972. Order online for carryout, pickup, or delivery. Perfect for holiday parties and family meals. Pizza in, serving up smiles one slice at a time. Region 1 Sports, in for the deep dive. Region 1 Sports, moving on into our second segment here on your Wednesday edition of the show. We're talking scores from around the region on a Tuesday. So let's talk about what stood out from Tuesday night. Well, it was Graves County for me because I was there. Now, the Eagles uh, and the boys game jumping out and all over Ballard Memorial, 74-35. to Let's paint the picture here. Let's put this in perspective because a lot of people, and I had one person even last night go, well, that's a, you know, it is Ballard. Wait a minute. Now, I've been a Ballard defender all year. Ballard, I know on the season, is 5-14. and 14. I've said all year they've played too tough a schedule. It was too tough for them. Last year's team may be this, this schedule, but they lost some dudes last off of last year's team. They were 
you know, I know you got Jace Burney back. This was a brutal schedule. They played University Heights. They played South Warren. They've played Owensboro, Henderson County. You know, those are all pretty tough out-of-region games. They beat a good Carothersville, Missouri team. Graves beat that team 71-60-something. And even in their losses to first region teams, they're now sitting at uh, two and eight. But previously, they had lost by nine to Mayfield. They had lost by one to Carlisle County. Listen, they lost by one to Carlisle County, who beat McCracken County on Monday. They lost by, you know, uh, nine points to St. Mary in the All A. Uh, again, the first time they played Mayfield, they lost by seven. The first time they gra- played Graves this year, it was 62 56 in December. This is a competitive team for a five-win team. I think their schedule has just been too much for them at times, and I think the record reflects that. They've got one of the best scorers in the region in Jace Burney. Dude would start for any team in the region. There's not one team in this region he wouldn't be a starter. So they can play. It's at the Green Palace. That is a brutal place to play. And Graves County came out like a bunch of rabid dogs. I mean, they were just, I mean, they were on the hunt. They led 20 to 8 after the first quarter. They led 38-16 at the half, 59 to 30 in the third quarter, putting the running clock on in the fourth quarter for the 74 to 35 win. And again, keep this in mind. Their previous history, earlier this year, it was a 62-56 game. Last year, Graves did beat them 3 times. It took a couple of buzzer beater games to get it done. And the third time they played it was a 3-point win in the district tournament for Graves County. So they've had history. They've been close. This one was not. Most lopsided game in this series in the last few years. In this game, Bradley Vakasovic finished with 14, Case Tubbs with 12, Lucas Pig with 10. That, to me, was the thing right there. When Graves is at their best, and last night they were, put the opponent aside, they were at their best. They're moving the ball. They're, they're getting after you on defense. They're scoring in transition. They're knocking down outside shots. They're getting you know shots in the paint. They're driving the basketball to the rim, and they're just hard to, to stop. And it's not one or two guys. When they're at their best, you're going to see scoring like that. You're going to see 12, 11, 10 from the leading scores. but you're going to get guys off the bench. They had a couple of guys last night with nine points each, a couple of guys with seven or eight points each, very balanced scoring. And you know Lucas Pig's an all-region player, he had 10 points last night in a blowout and a you know nearly 40 point win. He's got 10. That's when Graves is at their best. Not meaning Lucas Pig only has 10, but that's when the Graves is at their best. When their best players, they score, they're getting points. But multiple guys are involved. The offense is clicking, the ball is not sticking, and it never did last night. Not once. Not once last night did anybody just get the ball hold it for a second, and drive and try to get a shot that wasn't there. And they're at their best defensively, as I said. Listen to this from Ballard Memorial. Again, Chase Burney, 26, 27 points a game on the season. He had 19 the first time they played Graves. He had 15 last night. Overstreet was 7, and then they had a bunch of 3, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1. That was their scoring. Now, they struggle a lot of nights to get scoring out of out of other guys. They do. They don't have, you know, Bernie's got 27 a game, and they don't have anybody else in double figures. But they usually have a guy who can get up there. It's kind of a rotating door. Graves was terrific on defense. Great. That's the Graves County that can make noise in this region. That's the Graves County who 
if they played that way against McCracken or Murray or even the last time they played Callaway, you're looking at a different record right now. But that's also the Graves County that has turned things around from last year to this year to post a 16-6 and record at this point. They won 11 games last year. They're 16-6 and right now in a very good, very deep, very open region. Now, can they keep it up Friday? We'll see. But if they play like that, not many teams in this region can hold and uh, and stay with them. By the way, that extended their win streak over Ballard Memorial to 32 consecutive games in the win column for Graves County. Ballard with only two wins in that series since the mid-90s. That's crazy. I'm not even 100% sure if Ballard's got 10 wins all time against Graves County. Last win for Ballard came in 2012, so it's now 12 years. It's That's insane. I mean, you see streaks like that in football. You know, we talked about McCracken in basketball. has got 11 straight over Graves, but that's really only the last, like, three years. I mean, 12-year winning streak is pretty insane in basketball, no matter who you are or what level of competition you're talking and then in the girls' game, this was not a great game for Graves County offensively in the girls' game, but they got scoring from other players, and I think that's important. Again, in a in a girls' region where McCracken has separated themselves, but it's fairly wide open from there to see what's going to go on in the regional tournament. You had the Lady Eagles winning 50-23. to They got two points from Hannah Glisson. Morgan Alexander didn't crack double-digit scoring. Your two leading scorers are held to like... I don't even know if they scored more than five. Any, any, you know, combined, I think they might have had six or seven. Kenzie Burgess finished with ten. Kaylee Winfrey with nine, and they win fifty to twenty-three. And what was the difference again? Their defense, offense was struggling, couldn't make shots, really struggling, still put up fifty. But then their defense was fantastic. Yates for Ballard Memorial, you you averages like fourteen a game. She had five in this game. Ballard's leading score had seven. That'll that'll cl- that'll carry. That'll play most nights. It was a fun night at the Green Palace. A tip of the cap to uh, to their fans and to that atmosphere. It got loud in there. You know, I complained about how loud it got at McCracken County, and it did. I think my watch went off at least five times at McCracken County, maybe six, telling me that the environment was too loud. Well, last night it went off like three or four times, and it didn't just go off. I don't think in the six times it went off at McCracken, it was telling me it was over 100 decibels in there. It told me that twice last night. It got loud in the Green Palace last night. And that's where the district tournaments are going to be. That's where Mayfield and Ballard and Graves are all going to be battling it out. And can you imagine? Let's just say, for argument's sake, that Graves hangs on Friday night, they beat Mayfield, they take care of business, and they win the district. And you've got Mayfield-Ballard in that first game. Or let's say Graves gets upset. Mayfield comes in Friday night. They beat the Eagles, and now they're the top seed. You got Graves Ballard for round three. It doesn't matter. They're going to be rocking at the Green Palace in that district tournament. And that, like I said, it got loud. It wasn't even packed. It was a big crowd. It was a, but it was, it was a loud crowd. It's going to be rocking come district tournament time, and I am here for that. It's it's not my favorite drive. It's a straight shot. It just takes a it takes me like fifty minutes to get there, which is, you know, one of the further destinations I travel within the region. 
It's a straight shot. It's fine. Get to pass by some good eateries on the way there, including in Ballard County. So I don't mind it at all. And that environment, when it's like that, it's even better. Fun night last night, and a fun night for the Eagles, especially as they really showed what they can be on the season. Now, with that said, we've still got to talk power rankings. And there is going to be an omission in this week's power rankings. When the region is this wide open and teams are a little up and down and a little back and forth at this time, one loss can drop you three or four spots in the rankings. When everybody else is winning and you lose even one, it can drop you three or four spots in the rankings because they didn't. You're at that time of the year. And on the boys' side, when you've got five, six, seven teams that can make a claim for a top five spot, a loss or two can drop you. And in some cases, drop you out of the rankings. Even though, if the regional tournament started today, I would make you a favorite over some of those teams. That's not how the last week has gone, and that's what the power rankings are. Who'd you play? What did you do? What did we expect you to do? And what have you done for me lately? You know, when it comes to, you know, these two teams have won their games, you know, they're 3-0 and in the last week, and they've kind of played similar competition, then we'll look at sort of the overall season. But it's really about the here and now. Power rankings are sort of a who's up, who's down, based on that criteria. Who did you play? What did you do? What did we think you were going to do? Now, unlike some other rankings from some media members that get to vote in the state rankings, we don't leave anybody out. It's it's funny. The rankings came out today in the Courier-Journal, the uh, media poll, and the person who votes in Region 1 on the boys' side did not have Murray ranked at all last week. One through five, no Murray high. This week, they've got them ranked number one. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a pretty good jump, Murray. That's a, that's a pretty good leap from unranked to number one. Man, killer week. You know, or it's just proof they forgot him last week, which, you know, as I said, that's something. But here's the thing. I didn't forget. I've paid attention. I watch what's going on. I got a, you know, finger on the pulse. And even though that team was omitted from the rankings completely last week and made the jump to number one this week in the media poll, They've been number one in our power rankings for quite a while, and that's where we start on the boys' side with number one Murray High. Now, this is a case where Murray falls into that category of who did you play, what did you do, and what did we expect? You know, their first loss since December 27th happened within our window of our power rankings from last week to this week. And I just said a loss can drop you if everybody else is winning, but here's that was the all-A. Who did you play? What did we expect? We didn't expect Murray to win the All-A Tournament. They made it to the semifinals, and they lost to Evangel Christian, who's one of the better teams across the state. Can't punish you for that. They haven't done enough to drop out of this spot just yet. And to be honest, some of the teams behind them haven't, didn't do quite enough to, to earn that spot. Like McCracken County might have got this spot had they not lost to Carlisle County on Monday. That's, that's how the region is this year. But Murray High remains at number one, 18-6 on the year, still 10-0 in the region, 4-0 in district play. Uh, they've got the big one Friday night with Callaway County. And, yeah, I mean, I got Battle of the Birds, and it's a rockin' rivalry. If I didn't, I would be at this game. No, no broken promises. I would be there front and center, popcorn in hand. Yes, please, thank you, and more. 
And this is going to be the test of tests for Murray High and for Callaway County on Friday night. It's the last time they play this year. The first time these two teams played, Callaway was with uh, without Finley. He's back, and here comes Callaway County. They are clicking on all cylinders. That's going to be fun. But let's talk about Murray High for just another moment before we talk about Callaway County. Again, the Tigers still unbeaten in the region. That could change Friday, and it could not. Shooting the ball at 52% from the floor, 31% from three. That's just not their bread and butter. They didn't shoot the ball well in their loss in the All-A from three. They just That's just not it. They're going to make some. They're going to have games where they, they have a, a good percentage. But overall, they're about a 30%, slightly less team from outside and have been most of the year. But they're great on the under you know inside the perimeter. You shoot 30% from three, but you're over 50% from the floor. Tells me you're getting a lot of good looks at the, at the basket. Lincoln English with 12 and a half a game, Colin Wilson with 11 a game, Carmen with 11 a game, and Jones with 11 a game. That's pretty good. They score the ball at 60 points per game this season. Carmen also eight rebounds a game, almost a double-double. So Murray's at number one, and here's the thing, and I've said this all along. Really what gives Murray the edge, this is kind of where we go to that overall season. Things have been a little jumbled the last few weeks, but you kind of go to the overall and they're still unbeaten in the region, and that's just tough to remove them from that number one spot when they're still untouched in the region. It's not their fault they couldn't play against Region 1 teams last week. They were in the All-A, which they won't be for the next two years, at least. Nonetheless, we'll talk about that later. So two, three, four, five in the rankings. Heck, six, seven, eight, if you wanted to go that deep. Most of these are, and I say this all the time, and it is a cop-out. So what? It's my show. Most of these, you could flip a coin, make a different argument, and you're really not going to be too wrong. But for sake of our argument today, our number two team this week is still Marshall County. The Marshalls have not done anything to lose this spot. In fact, they've done a lot to, to gain it. You could make an argument they should be number one. Hey, Murray lost a game. I get it, but I just said it's the unbeaten in the region part for Murray right now that's holding it down. Marshall, though, strong case. They beat Graves, they've beat Callaway, they beat Paducah Tillman last week. They haven't lost a game since December 29th. Again, if you want to make an argument for them to be number one, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I just, for me, deferred to the unbeaten in the region part. But Marshall, for their part, they're now 7-3 and three in the region. But again, undefeated since the calendar year turned to 2024. The Marshalls on the season, getting 14 a game for Alex Staples, 12 and a half for Matthew Lange, Robertson at 10 a game. They score the ball at 64 points a game, which is a little bit higher than it's been for them the last few years. They're shooting 49% from the floor and 39% from three. It's pretty good. They're disciplined on defense. They play hard. They're deep. They'll play eight, nine guys without blinking an eye. And they... Again, have not lost since December 29th. Marshall at number two. At number three, Callaway County. The Lakers are 10-8 and eight overall, 5-3 and three in the region, but kind of like Marshall County, they've been pretty good since the calendar month turned to January. Their only blemish was to the Marshalls. So that's pretty much why they land at three and not higher on this list because they're kind of in the same boat Marshall is as far as recent run and getting things going in the right direction. 
Marshall hasn't lost a game since December 29th. Callaway has one loss since December 29th. Again, to Marshall County. The Lakers on the year, you look at their numbers now, getting 18 a game for Butler. Lockhart at uh, 15.5, Armstrong at 12, and Eli Finley, since he's been back in six games of play, at 24 points per game. They score the basketball at 56 points a game, but that's going up because of Finley getting back, those numbers getting uh, worked in. Obviously, they scored 100 points, uh, an average of 100 points a game the last two nights. They're shooting the ball at 45% from the floor, 36% from three. Callaway County at number three in the rankings. Number four, McCracken County. Again, how insane is this region? McCracken County maybe probably could have been number one this week in the power rankings. Now, had they not lost to Carlisle County and you know, maybe if Murray wasn't number one, you could have made the argument Marshall should be number one. That's the region this year, man. I just keep going back to that, how good, how deep it is. That a team, again, the loss on Monday hurt them, but a team that had they won Monday would have had a good argument for number one, just like Marshall has a good argument for number one. Heck, Callaway, to a large degree, has an argument for number one. McCracken, whose argument for number one puts them actually at number four because of that loss on Monday. This region is insane. But McCracken County at number four, uh, they are 17 and six on the year, seven and three in the region. Looking at their numbers for the year 48% from the floor, 33% from three. Miller at 18 a game. Clope is a double double, 16 points and 11 rebounds a game. Dylan Jackson about eight a game, but there's a drop-off there. They do score the basketball at 63 points per game. McCracken at number four. And you want to know how insane this region is? Coming at number five because they've earned it. They deserve it. And it just proves that I'm just going to take my blinders off and not be biased. It's not Graves County. It's Carlisle County. The Comets are 15-6 and six on the year. Now, they're scheduled nowhere near what Graves County's been. I mean their recent run, they and again it's district play, but they've played full. They got two wins over Fulton City, two wins over Fulton County. Uh, they beat Trigg County, who's not great, but they're not bad. So they, you know, they've kind of had a, you know, some people would say a padded schedule. It is what it is. Those are district games. They can't help that. But you know what they've done? They've won them. They've won all those games. Their only loss has been to Murray High, and it was a twelve point loss in the All A. They've also had wins over Mayfield. Mayfield at one point had a spot in these rankings. And then they got to win over McCracken County on Monday night. And that's that's it. So they get to slide into the number five spot because they've earned it. That win on Monday deserves an opportunity to put them in the power five. They're shooting the ball at 45% from the floor, 34% from three. Scoring the basketball at 68 points per game. They're getting uh, Burnett with 13 a game, Grogan with 11, Arnold with 10, and Rickard with uh, nine, nearly 10 a game. Carlisle County at number five. So, again, I left off Graves County. Yeesh. You know, I'm pulling the collar here. Now, normally you don't get punished for losing to a top five team in this region. You lose to Callaway on the road. You lose to McCracken on the road. That's sort of the expectation. You're going to probably drop those road games to top five teams in the region. And normally I would even be less willing to punish you when your strength of schedule is so much better than somebody else who's winning games. But in the last week, you go to McCracken and lose. 
Carlisle County goes to McCracken and wins, and they deserve that spot this week. And that was the difference. Now, Graves played like a top three team in the region last night. They do that again on Friday night. They, they will jump right back into this power rankings no matter what anybody else does because that's a pretty good week. But, but Carlisle County had a pretty good week themselves. They're number five. They deserve it. So your one through five are Murray High, Marshall, Callaway, McCracken, and Carlisle County. And with that, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Girls Power 5 coming your way. It's just as insane right here on Region 1. The Region 1 Sports Report on all major podcast platforms and 99.5 The Fan. Region 1 Sports, our final segment on your Wednesday edition of the show. We've talked games. We've talked boys' power rankings. Let's talk girls' power rankings on this Wednesday, and it's starting to be a lot like the boys. It's one team's out in front. On the boys' side, Murray's not out in front by a lot. Again, I think you could have made an argument to jump Murray uh, Marshall to number one. Uh, Callaway could obviously jump up a few spots. Had McCracken beaten Carlisle. Maybe they deserve a number one spot. And then they stack up Murray, Marshall, Callaway, McCracken, and Carlisle this week. On the girls' side, McCracken is Clearly number one. There's no argument right now for anybody else. And will there? I think that's the question. I do think some teams can close the gap. You know, Callaway came back on them and made it a nine-point game when they played. Marshall and McCracken, have they They've played once this year. It was a 15-point McCracken win, and they do not play again. But, you know, they do get... Um, Let's see, McCracken with what they've got left. They get Graves one more time. No, actually, they do get Marshall one more time. My bad. So they get Marshall one more time. So we'll see. I mean, can these teams make up ground? These are double-digit wins. The goal is, can you get it to single digits? Can you get it within earshot? Do you feel good going into the regional tournament? We'll see. But McCracken, number one, 18-3. They're like ranked seventh in the state, 7-0 in the region. Uh, you know, again, I've seen them with my own eyes. They're good. They're not Team-wise, the juggernaut they were the last couple of years. But they still haven't lost to a first-region team in nearly three full seasons. They're shooting the ball at 47% from the floor, 33% from three. Claire Johnson at 22.5 points a game. Buchanan at 15 a game. Big drop-off after that. But in girls' basketball this year, if you've got a player in, in the mid-20s and another one in, in you know 15 to 20, it ain't going to matter. That's enough. I mean, they're going to score. Those two combined scoring 40-plus a game, nearly 40 a game. You don't have to have a third scorer. You just have to have other players score the ball a little bit. And they do. 58 points per game. McCracken at number one. Number two this week, Marshall County. They haven't lost a game since they lost to Graves on January 12th. Now, here's the deal. I had Graves County in this spot. But like the girls or the boys' side, even one loss, even to a team you're expected to lose to, and they were, can drop you at least a little, especially if somebody else is winning. Now, I get it. Strength of schedule. I mean, you talk about getting wins over CFS and Paducah Tillman. Not exactly, you know, hard games. But they got a good win over Allen County Scottsville on Saturday. And their last loss was to Graves County, and in that time they also beat Callaway County. So Marshall this week jumps to number two. The Marshalls being led on the season by Skylar Waller at 15 a game. 10 a game for Terry, 9 a game for Henson. They score the ball 56 points per game. 
shooting 42% from the floor, 31% from three. Coming in at number three, Graves County. Okay, you dropped one spot. And I know I'm going to hear about it from Morgan Alexander. That's okay. Take it as motivation to to go out and uh, continue this week in district play. But Graves drops a spot. Now 11-9 on the year, 7-2 in the region, 3-0 in the district. The Lady Eagles shooting 35% from the floor, 30% from three, 15 a game for Hannah Glisson, 13 a game for Morgan Alexander, getting seven a game from Kenzie Burgess, who, again, had 10 last night, so that number is going up. And they score the basketball at 44 points per game on the season. Graves at number three this week. At number four, Callaway County. You could make the argument, well, if Marshall jumped Graves because Graves had that one loss, then why didn't Callaway jump Graves? Because... Again, that loss was to McCracken County at McCracken. My criteria, who did you play, what did you do, what did we expect? If that lines up with you played a good team on the road, we expected you to lose, and you did, I'm not going to knock you too much for that. This region's too got, too tight and too good. But Callaway comes in at number four this week. And I, like the boys' side, I think you can argue for Graves at two. You can argue for Callaway at three. You could maybe make the argument for Callaway at two. And dropping all those other teams. that That's how things are shaking up right now on the girls' side. But Callaway at number four right now, 17 and five on the year. Great record. Five and three in the region, three and one in their district. Now, here's the problem that they, they've got kind of in the region right now. I'm looking for that signature win. They get Marshall County one more time, but so far they, they've lost to Graves, they lost to Marshall, they lost to McCracken. You know, they don't have a win over one of these top five teams. You beat Marshall next time out, that changes a lot. And that's kind of why right now you're slotted at number four with everything kind of jumbled together and us trying to separate some teams out. But you're still having a fantastic year. Callaway at four, looking at their uh, what they've done so far to get to this point. Shooting the ball at 43% from the floor, 30% from three, 19 a game for Sailor Lowe. Jaden Koch adding 16 a game. J.C. Crouch at about eight and a half a game. As a team, they're at 55 points per game. Callaway at four. At number five, Mayfield. Not much change there either. 13-5 and five on the year. They're now, what, 10-1 and one in the region with their only in-region loss to Graves County. The problem is strength of schedule. I mean, that's it. They play McCracken at the end of the year. They've got Marshall still to come. they got Callaway still to come. So their schedule is kind of backloaded with really good teams. But to this point, the only top – Five, six team in the region they've played has been Graves, and they get them again on Friday night. So a, a really tough schedule coming up for Mayfield. Graves on Friday, Marshall uh, next Saturday, Callaway after that, McCracken at the end of the year. I mean, you can go, you can find out a lot <laughs> before you go into the tournament. But Mayfield at thirteen and five, ten and one so far in the region, three and one in the district. Looking at their team. Shooting the ball at 33% from the floor, 24% from three, 18 a game from Lay Mays. Mandry has uh, 13 a game, and Lex Fagan at uh, seven a game. Good drop off there. They don't get a whole lot from any, you know, many of the other uh, spots. But what they get out of those top three is pretty good, 43 points per game as a team. So this week, McCracken, Marshall, Graves, Callaway, Mayfield in that order. And again, I, you could have left Graves at two. I don't think losing to McCracken's a, that big a deal. Graves does have the head head over Marshall, but again, power rankings change weekly, and that was a couple of weeks ago now. You could have put Callaway there. Callaway's, I mean, it's just on the boys' side, Graves got left off this week. I, you know, 
they've been a top five team all year and they played like it last night. St. Mary has come on strong. Tillman's struggling to win games right now. They're still good. Mayfield has still got an argument. I mean, there's there's eight teams that are all vying for just a top five spot. On the girls' side, it's not that deep. McCracken's in tier one. Tier two right now, you would go with, you know, Marshall Graves, Callaway Mayfield. Tier three, you would go with Ballard, Carlisle, Fulton County. But, you know, th- that top five is kind of that top five. And the only real argument is where do you rank within that top five? On the boys' side, you've got eight teams vying for it, and you can make an argument for any combination thereof. Crazy region this year. A little more wide open on the girls' side than we expected. Busted wide open on the boys' side. And with that, we come to the end of the show. I hope you've enjoyed. We'll have more on Friday. Until then, this has been Region 1 Sports.